0: Ray Walker here for in for Andrew McKay this morning on News Radio 923. We are joined as we are every Monday with Shane Tucker, the from the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Department. Shane, great to have you with us this morning. Well,
1: good morning. It's great to be with you.
0: So, Shane, we we talked just before we came on, and you mentioned a couple incidents that you've had in the last week. One, a shooting, if you want to kind of update us on that and kind of give us some more details on what happened last week.
1: Uh, Sure. Uh, Thursday morning, just after uh, deputies were dispatched to a residence in Milton uh, after receiving a complaint of a shooting, when they arrived, uh, they found an unconscious adult male laying in the front and evidently had uh, been shot multiple times. Uh, his injuries were pretty serious. In fact, he was uh, unconscious, and our deputies provided uh, first aid, uh, which in all likelihood uh, saved life. Um, right now, we don't have any suspects. It's currently under investigations by our major crime investigators, and certainly if anybody has any information, we sure appreciate if they'd give us a call at 983-1231. They
0: can call Crime Stoppers for making anonymous. You know, I, I, you mentioned something in that, and we definitely want the help in helping find the suspect on this. But your officers gave first aid because they were there before you could get any EMT paramedics, whatever, fire to there. Your officers are trained to give that first response before anybody else is able, because oftentimes they're the first to get there. And I think that's something that people don't realize that your officer doing more than just trying to stop the bad guy and throw him in jail, but they're trained to do a lot of stuff that they don't often get credit for.
1: Uh, you know, that's true. And kind of in that vein, um, in a shooting, uh, EMS will not respond until we get there and secure the scene. Right. Uh, so if, if you get shot or you call them, Call 911 because somebody's been shot. Um, the, the, the police, law enforcement are going to be the first on scene. And, and certainly they have to be adequately prepared to deal with, with what they find.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I think that just highlights there's so much that you and your officers are asked to do. And that's just one more thing. And people don't realize because you're absolutely right, is you can't send in an, e- an unarmed EMT without knowing that the scene is secure. I mean that's just that just is common sense in that aspect so your guys have to be prepared and they are and in this instance it like you said they're the difference between um it the guy making it or not making it I mean they literally probably yeah, well, saved the man's life and so I th- I think the the obviously the respect and the um the credit goes to you your guys and your officers and the training that they go through and I know you mentioned there was another um uh, there was a a fire I, that you mentioned to me, so I wanted to kind of let you give some more details on that.
1: Sure. A uh, Wednesday, the uh, school resource officer at Hobbs Middle School received a report of a fire in one of the restrooms uh, on campus. Um, immediately, he started evacuating uh, students and faculty. He notified the fire department. Uh, multiple fire departments got on scene, you know, within minutes and and, and got it handled. Uh, but there was a fire in a bathroom. Uh, thank goodness no uh, no injuries occurred. Um, and the investigation into the cause of the fire was turned over to the state fire marshal. But uh, this was another good example of, uh, you know, multiple agencies, the sheriff's office, the police department, multiple fire departments uh, all coming together and, uh, and and making things happen to keep everybody safe.
0: Well, and, and that's where your resource officer, who did what he was trained to do, and got the things started that and took care of and took action immediately. And if not for that, who knows what might have happened, especially when you're dealing with a fire in a school, it's like the worst, you know, a parent's worst nightmare of something happening at their kid's school. And, but thankfully in this case. People responded correctly. Things were done the way they were supposed to be done. We know we all went through school where you had to go through fire drills, and you hope Mm -hmm. that it's always a drill, but in some cases that's why you do it so you're prepared if it's not a drill. And the response was what it needed
1: to be. It sure was. We're we're very fortunate.
0: So I want to finish up here, and I I put this under the category. When you mentioned it to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, we've got to talk about this. Uh, Who doesn't love dogs? I mean, I, I'm I'm I know people love cat there's people love cats. That's not me. I'm a dog person. So I love dogs. So when you talk about you. so you had the opportunity to take your canine unit and so I wanna let you tell the story, but I just it's one of those things that people don't realize that you guys, the sheriff's department and your office do a lot in the community that gets that doesn't get really told about. And everybody loves a good a good story and people want good news so kind of share the story of your canine unit this past week
1: sure uh last week um, some of our our canine handlers and and their canine partners visited the residents at uh hill manor retirement center uh residents and staff got a chance to meet some of our um, amazing animals and their handlers and uh got to learn a little bit about what they do got to interact with them and pet them um and you know that i can tell you our canines are always some of the most popular um, visitors that we have from the sheriff's office when we go places everybody just seems to love them um, and uh... Our, our newest one although he was not there we have a, a new addition to our bloodhound unit that we're really excited about um, Our latest addition is canine grip we uh... we sure think he's going to be just as outstanding as all the other bloodhounds before him i think he's i think he's only about twelve weeks old now but we look for big things out of him <laughs>
0: So he's still a puppy. I mean,
1: he's still early oh, on yeah. in his
0: trade, He's still a puppy. You know, I I I am a I am a unabashedly lover of of dogs and I always I can remember so one of my favorite things when I went through leadership Santa Rosa when I went through it, one of my favorite things was when we had the day and we went out to the, to the training area and they brought the canines and did some demonstrations. Mm-hmm. That is, you know, the training that you, not just the dogs, but your officers have to go through to hand the handlers and just, and again, that was my, one of my favorite days. Cause you get to see that. And I, it does not surprise me when you say our favorite visitors are when we bring our canines with us. That, that,
1: the Always, always.
0: And I mean, there's actual I mean, there's actual data to prove this. That's why Sacred Heart has has support animals that they march the children's units and take them in to see the Uh patients. And There's a reason why, because they're good for us and pets are great. So Mm -hmm. we appreciate all that you do and all your officers do, Shane. And thank you so much for joining us again this morning. Uh, Appreciate you being with us.
1: It was my pleasure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Ray Walker.